listening to Around Comics. going on hi How welcome are back welcome back to another episode of around comics That's here we are Nolan. here we are here we are live long I'm and not. prosper <laughs> i'm all excited we're talking trek tonight we can talk some trek for sure i yeah. uh oh you dove in huh well yeah you know the well let's wait till time three, gets three years time three years i've been telling you it's good uh um, yeah has it been three years? Has it even been out? Well, it's uh, season three now. We're talking of, uh, about Star Trek Discovery. Um, before Tom gets here, because he's putting his children's to bed, uh, you want to talk some comics real quick? Sure. sure. All right. Um, comics. Comics. I got, I got two number one issues. One is almost too much, and one is just... Not enough. <laughs> almost too much, not enough. So do you, want almost, do you want almost too much or, or not enough? I don't can you turn your speakers down just a little bit? I'm getting a little yep, bit. Absolutely. Unless I'm just too loud. No, no, no. There, I turned mine down. Is that good? Thank you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, All right. Um, so so a little too much or 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 maybe not enough. Well, Let's start with a little too much. Spine no, of the world. Spine of the world. What so, is that? So this is like a, a, a variant cover like X or whatever. So Spine of the World, uh, IDW, uh, it is, this is actually cover B. It is the new Dungeons and Dragons comic from, oh. from IDW. I actually did enjoy this, but only because I play D&D. Well, this, I would imagine most people that don't play D and D are not buying a D and D comic book. I'd say you're probably correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you play D and D, Spine of the World, kind of enjoyable because it is it is the first like session of of a D and D group getting together, you know. In but as a story, it's not like Die. It's not like the comic Die. It is a it is a fantasy story. But you've got like a, a, a dragonborn and a halfling and a and a wizard and a, a tiefling uh, playing well, Dungeons and Dragons. No, they're not. No, the, the, it is a fantasy story. But okay, it that's, is because that's what it that's what it sounded like. It sounded like you meant that it's a it's a comic book about people playing Dungeons. And Dragons. No, it is it is a comic about a Dungeons and Dragons story. Ah, so it is not. It's not like the comic Die, which was, which is a kind of a cool story about people that got sucked into like an actual game. No, this is this is a this is just a fantasy story in the Dungeons and Dragons universe. So, is it called Dungeons and Dragons: Spine of the World? Yes, Dungeons and Dragons at the Spine of the World. At the Spine. Where is the Spine of the World? What what Dungeons and Dra what realm? 
they are in uh, a little, 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 and I'm still um, getting feedback. I'm gonna. Do I need to put my headphones on? Maybe. They are in uh, Icewind Dale. Oh, okay. The Icewind Dale trilogy, home of Duritz Durden. There you go. And uh, that whole cast of characters. But Icewind Dale. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember other Icewind Dale um, characters. Hold on, Tom. I'm letting you in. There's Tom. Hi. Certified badass Tom Caters. How's it going? Good. Chris, can you hear us? Yes. Is that better now? Yes. Okay. Perfect. There we go. All right. Yeah. So it's um. Yeah, it's a D and D story in Icewind Dale, and it's it's a lot. Why was it too much? No, not too much. Almost. It's, you said it was it, almost. It's just you know, it's it's a lot of care. I mean, they're introducing like six major characters and it's just like it's like the first session of a DD campaign where you got to get the the band together and so it's a lot of world building and a lot of characters and you're just all and it's fine that's i felt like i got my 399 worth too so many damn characters i said almost almost too much it is actually it's it's good i no i i actually i enjoyed it and i'll read it because i played DD and it was fun so can I tell you a funny Dungeons and Dragons related story? Always. So my first uh, like creator nerd out was not a comic book character or a comic book creator. It was actually Gary Drax. No, well, I did, and I did not meet. Uh, I I met some of the guys that created some of the. Um, campaigns the original DD campaigns back nice. at uh um gen con back in the 80s when i went to gen con and camped and played those but it, but that's not this story so was gen, was gen con in milwaukee at the time yes okay originally it was in milwaukee yes. before um, the indy yes and uh anyway so this has nothing to do with gen con but it does have to do with Dungeons and Dragons. So you know, of course, the original Dragonlance trilogy oh. of, of novels, of course. Phenomenal. Love, love those. I love them so much. And this story isn't about this, but I love them so much. I wrote Steven Spielberg a letter. No, I wrote, I not Steven Spielberg. I wrote George Lucas a letter saying that he should make the trilogy into his next set of films. And he wrote me, his, and like his secretary wrote me back. And I wish I still had that letter, but I don't. But that's not what this story is about either. Whoa. <laughs> this, this story is actually too many about... characters, too many stories in this story. <laughs> so, so I don't, I can't remember now off the top of my head. But after the original trilogy, there was a bunch of other books that came out, mm -hmm. and like the the, the, trend, the twins, and yeah, and I don't remember which one it was, but through sure happenstance, I knew him. He was the cousin of a friend of mine's girlfriend. And so we went and met him at a book signing. Okay. Uh, and that was my first nerd out. And I, I think I still have like the paperback copy that he signed. But that was my first sort of like nerd 
you know, creator nerd out that I ever had was actually a guy who wrote one Dragon of the Lance, Dragonlance. The, yeah, the I don't Dragon know tales. Yeah, yeah, it was like one of the Dragonlance tales, and I can't even now. I can't even. Remember. How do you think those would hold up? Like the original trilogy. I haven't read that since I was like what, like 12, 14 years old, probably. Uh, I would think they would. I mean, they're fantasy, so it's not like they're. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. they're genre books, so it's not like there's anything you know that they wouldn't. How does Lord of the Rings hold up? You, you know what I mean? It was written a long time ago, man. So I it's don't a think hard read. It's a hard read. <laughs> but it always was. It never. Yeah. It never was yeah. an easy. Yeah, read. it was always a hard read. How is okay? Uh, well, how does The Hobbit hold up? Yeah, probably okay. Yeah, pretty pretty good. I yeah. think I think they would still. I read them like five times. Oh, uh, I wore back, mine out. Wore yeah, mine out. Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, you know what does yeah. not hold up? Elric of, of of Melnabone. I was never a fan. Mm. Yeah, was, I, was, I tried to read. I tried to read that again a few years ago, and I'm just like, yeah, not yeah, didn't enjoy it. Have you read many D and D? Have you guys read any other D and D? Tom, did you play Dungeons and Dragons? Were you a Dungeons and Dragons guy? Oh yeah. I put lots of road. I mean, I never. I sort of did a bunch of different ones. I can't say that I ever like was like hardcore, like just Dungeons and Dragons. Just on, yeah, but I've I've <laughs> I've dallied in the world of role playing games. I'm familiar. I I loved Marvel superheroes and Star Frontiers. Did you play Star Frontiers? I did some a little bit of Star Frontiers. I played Marvel. Superheroes. I love I Marvel played... superheroes. Um, Car Wars. Yep. I played love just Car about Wars. every ridiculous. I mean, I've, I've if played... you could roll dice, Sal played it. Yeah, we actually yeah. made our own role playing game at one point, <laughs> um, and it was a weird combination of derps, probably. It was based on GURPS to some degree, but uh, I mean, we had our own rules. And one of the things that we did, we actually, um, so the so your character was actually sort of based on you because the 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 storyline was was I mean, we were 13, 14 year old kids, so mm -hmm. the story the story was actually based in our neighborhood. It was a it was a fantasy version of our neighborhood, but everything was based in that, and then. Our characters were actually based on us to some degree. So we had to actually, we had a system where you had to actually, this is how nerdy we were. You had to actually do certain feats, whether it was strength or intelligence or that kind of thing. I don't remember. We, we didn't do the exact same. Was there LARPing? No, there was no LARPing. Okay. No. Light, light LARPing. <laughs> light LARPing. I mean, there was light LARPing and you know, yeah, very light LARPing, some light LARPing. Uh, no, but, um, yeah, so there was, there was, it was a weird thing. It was a combination of like, in order to up, up your stats, you had to actually do physical and mental tests in the real world. Feats of strength. Yes. There were feats of strength and agility <laughs> and wisdom, that kind of thing. Yeah. It was, it was our own kind of thing, but yeah, I, I played so many RPGs funny though. Uh, uh, so one of the comics that I started reading this week is uh stranger things science D &D? camp mm. oh science camp i i saw the stranger things D. &D. yeah it's, it's stranger thing well that's on the i think that was on the back oh, uh okay. that's zombie boys i don't know what that is <laughs> but uh this is science camp this is basically the story 
in between like season three and four or two and three where, where he where he meets the girlfriend he meets the girlfriend at science camp although that part ha he hasn't gotten to that part yet mm -hmm. but he is at science camp and there's like a mystery abounds which is strange that they like the girl is shown on both covers of one and two but she yeah. does not show up in the uh, book yet it's like i know i see i recognize Tease. that person Tease. but uh the funny thing about it is is there's a lot of D and D talk in this. He he goes to camp by himself, and then like he keeps referring to the gang as sort of the party, which was a little odd because I don't know yeah. that any did anyone ever refer to their friend group as the party. Like that seemed a little like I didn't have friends. Oh well, okay. <laughs> um, but uh, but there's some D and D stuff in there, and it's okay. It's it's not. I didn't love this Stranger Things story. It's it's okay. It's a little. Funny enough, it's I feel like it's written down to like kids, even though the show's not, you know, like yeah. it's, it's odd, but it's so weird that uh yeah, I I like every time I read this stuff, it's just like wow, 1984, 1985. This is so in my wheelhouse. Stranger Things is is like the most perfect. I was 13 years old in 1984. Yeah. Like I could this could not be more yeah, those kids are you. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, Me yeah. and my friends riding BMX. I, I, am, yeah. I am, I have had to force myself. There's a dude on, uh, in in like Carol Stream, here, mm. around by where I live, and he posts in all these Facebook groups. He goes and like he gets like classic BMX bikes, and he yeah. and he refurbishes them, and sells them on Facebook for like anywhere between. 250 and 600 dollars depending on the bike okay and it has taken a lot of my willpower to not buy like a <laughs> 1986 bmx chromed out like tip top it's like <laughs> i could i could ride that again i could i could ride around town on yeah. one of those things i mean it yeah. is it is it is golden age for us with the nostalgia tv and stuff it's 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 not between you know Cobra Kai and Stranger Things and you know I mean it's it's yeah just those two and Star Trek and Star, Star Trek. Trek are we going to talk Star Trek Star uh, Trek I can definitely talk Star Trek so All right, I will set the comics aside for now but unless aside. you have more comics talk I don't care we can talk about um, I want to talk about one that was a little so we're we're spine of the world I I needed a connector it wasn't too much it was just it was it was thick it was dense it was worth the four dollars there's a lot going on a lot of world like my comics thick thin. Thin. girls thin. thin thin this fucking thin thin fucking real thin <laughs> um first of all i need to go back and and catch up on on my tell, tell, the, tell the listeners chris what that is it is, is. Yeah. is kick-ass kick versus hit girl number one Okay. Uh, looks great, and uh, it's Marcelo Frusen uh, on art and Steve Niles uh, on on words and, and scripting and all that. Um, I don't know. It's it's just uh, I was done with it, and I'm just like nothing happened in this first issue. It was, I mean, it's obviously the first chapter in what's going to be a, a six issue trade. 
and like literally nothing happened in this issue. So not that I felt ripped off, but it was just like, okay, this is decompressed. And I read it right after Spine of the World, which was just jam-packed with stuff. <laughs> and so I was just like, I felt like that was really dense. And I thought that this had a lot of air in it. And so didn't dislike it, but it immediately went in the will trade weight pile. Yeah, that's tough when you, I mean, especially in this day and age where it's like four yeah. bucks for a comic. I didn't. I did not. I did not feel like I got four dollars worth of story out of this. Yeah, that's a tough. That's. A, I mean, I don't. I, I don't know how. I don't know what the solution is to that kind of yeah. thing either, because it's like, and that's not just. A, and it wasn't bad. I liked it. I would really like it as the first chapter of a trade, but as a standalone yeah. issue. Nothing happened. As a now, you yeah. gotta wait for the next one. Yeah, so I don't want to come off like I'm like I'm hating on it or railing on it because I will read the rest of it. Love the art, and I like that that universe. Um, but yeah, it was just like I was done. I was like, okay, yeah, nothing happened there. Chris is hate corner. <laughs> what is Chris hate? This <laughs> what is Chris hating on this yeah. week? And the garbage bin. Well, Strange you are one bin. of. According to our latest uh, uh, podcast, uh, Apple podcast review, oh no, you are one of the most negative and arrogant comic book podcasters. Am ever. I really? Yeah, that's according. To, ah, according ah, I, th I think. Wow. I think uh, <laughs> it may have been uh, a fan of your former podcast that uh, that that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So I'm negative and arrogant. arrogant. Negative nice. and arrogant. One nice. of the yeah. most negative. One of the not. Yeah, you're not. Not the, the most. most. He he didn't even give you. No, the, I want it. Oh, I'm not even the most negative one or the most arrogant. I mean, I'm assuming not. Tom and I are the other most. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I mean, if you're gonna go all the way to to really tear someone down, I mean, I guess that is that is some nice sleight of hand to not even make me the. Okay. The most arrogant no. and the most no. negative. No. I'm not well, even. I'm not even good at that. You're not even. Yeah, you're I'm not. not I'm not even the, the. I'm not even the biggest asshole. I'm just a, an asshole. Just another asshole. Just. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised someone referred to you as negative. I mean, arrogant. Yeah, arrogant for sure. <laughs> sure. That's a given. A given. Granted. Yes, of course. Absolutely. No argument. No argument there. If yeah, I mean, eat in somebody's Wheaties. It's it's going to be hard because I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Now, guys, mm -hmm. <laughs> until you right, become let's the move, most let's arrogant. Mm -hmm. Before Chris gets more negative, we don't want more uh, negativity. Uh, well, I'm gonna have another beer, and then I'm gonna get real fucking arrogant. Bad, bad energy. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I think this is, I think this is, we found the source of the problem. <laughs> bad energy. So I'm drinking Oliphant Brewing. Which is like it's, it's spelled like Timothy Oliphant. Is, oh. that, is that is there a cowboy? No, he has a Y. No. It's, it's oh, a it's a Y. y. This is the Honey's Honey's peanut butter and honey golden ale. Another Timothy like, Oliphant uh, yeah. plug on the show. Another there you go. we keep calling out Tim Tim Oliphant. Mm -hmm. He's an honorary member right, at this point. Friend of the show. So, <laughs> friend, I hear, he's, I hear he's an arrogant, negative. Band. Doesn't know. <laughs> There's no strangers. It's just friends, friends so of the show friend, we haven't met yet. 
That's that right. <laughs> so I believe that we're going to talk about Star Trek Discovery. Is that uh, is that correct? Well, that's yeah. the tip of the iceberg, but it goes from there. Yes, really? uh, that's the tip. Oh wait! Before we go that before we go there, we have a question from Sean Burris. He oh. says, I, "I was wondering if you have ever discussed Black Hammer or Ether. If yes. not, future episodes may, maybe. Uh, we we have Black actually. Hammer I know I talked about. Well, we've talked about Black Hammer a lot mm-hmm. on previous episodes, and I I know Ether was one of my favorite uh, books when that came out. Uh, mostly for the art. I didn't. The story's a little wonky, but." Uh, I really love that artist. I can't remember his name. It's something Latino or Brazilian or <laughs> was that something. Was, was that a Matt huh? Kent project? Ether? Did Kent write I feel that? Like yes. I don't remember, but I believe I, I feel like it was yes. But we yeah. have spoken on both of those books in the past. Yeah, Black Not Hammer is probably. I mean, that's. Whenever we got the, whenever we started uh, churning up the podcast engine again, that's one that I was reading a lot, and it's like, okay, yeah, I can. Once yeah, you that's it. Black Hammer is, it up. Black Hammer is sort of like, you know, instant buy for me. Anything, anything yeah. at this point that comes out with Black Hammer, it's like Lemire's BPRD universe. It's like he's created right. a world that he's going to be able to tell stories in for a long time. I think. Sure. David Rubin. That was, that's the artist. That's Sean Burris. There you go. Chimed in with David. Okay. So I was wrong. It's not, it's not Latino at all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, maybe it is. Rubin could be, I suppose. But anyway, yeah, I really like that. Black Black Hammer is awesome. Black Hammer is awesome. All right. I I need to follow up on Ether. Ether. I really like It's a weird book, but I really like it. Um, I think there's two volumes out now. That's really weird. Uh, the and that is the the peanut butter and honey golden ale. That's, that's um terrible. What I is with everybody putting peanut butter flavors in every drink now? I've yeah, I don't know. I, I this will be good for a drink for like a beer. The only thing peanut butter should be in is either chocolate pe- cups or, or fried banana sandwiches, like peanut butter <laughs> Elvis style. So just my so we, we, a loaf of so, French bread and just stuff it with bacon and what what do you guys have like that? something weird that you ate as a kid? You know, we're talking about like 80s stuff. What was like a weird thing that you would like now tell like your kids like, oh yeah, we used to eat this as kids, and they'd be like, ew. Spam. Um okay. Uh well, as a former as a well, not former, but as a former fatter kid i'm still kind of fat but i was much fatter at one point i used to eat uh i used to make like uh this is I, this is embarrassing to admit that this is this is how disgusting oh, I'll, top it. I'll top it this is horrible it was i would take like white bread okay mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. slather it with peanut butter yep creamy yep. not That's crunchy because nice. crunchy is for sociopaths <laughs> Uh, and then, all right, no jelly okay. or anything like that. Cause that wasn't enough sugar for me. It would be Hershey's chocolate syrup oh. and whip Damn. and whipped cream. Damn. That would be a sandwich I would make as a child. Nobody was obviously supervising my nutrition <laughs> and that's why I was nearly 300 pounds. 
Uh, so yeah, that was that. I used to. Damn, no, that wasn't like a quotes. daily thing, yeah. but there was a time period where like that was a like a, a treat. That was a that was a you know sort of like. I, I mean, that's whipped cream on a sandwich. Seems like that's a hard thing to pull off. <laughs> it was. It would. It would. Yeah, it would push out the side. Yeah, side. yeah, it was sort of like it would sort of be like an ice cream sandwich. You'd have to lick the sides, the sides. Uh, and then you'd finally get it. So it was sort of like cohesive. And you could eat it, but it would always like, but that was part of the fun. Like you knew at yeah. some point a certain amount of it's just gonna squish out of it, and you'd have to that yeah, would be like the structural the integrity issues. Yeah, but yeah. but 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 that was part of the you know fat enjoyment of it. <laughs> uh, uh, um I can't think of anything. Probably you know, the other day I saw a sign for Wildwood soda, like generic soda, and I thought about how I haven't had like a generic like mountain hauler, you know, like uh, those like weird like uh, you know you'd stop Regional at like, a grocery soda. store, yeah. grocery store, and it's like oh I could go for a Coke, and it's like I guess I'll have this Wildwood cola. <laughs> cola. And it just wasn't wasn't that good. I almost stopped in the place to get a Wildwood. Um, you know, like Wildwood. Their, I've never their, heard of their Wildwood version soda. of their version of Mountain Dew was called like Mountain Holler. You know, <laughs> like, is this a Wisconsin? I don't think I've ever seen these. I don't know that I've ever. I put a. It, I literally. Is this a Wisconsin thing? Oh, it's got it. It's just like Green Bay. No, the sign I saw was in Chicago for Wildwood. Okay. Um, oh, wait, no. Their Mountain Dew is called Misty Mountain. Mountain Holler must be a different generic. Misty Mountain. Misty Mountain. Wildwood. Pop. And, and, you know, like if you get Wildwood at the grocery store, it would come just in a pallet. Like it didn't have like a case, you know? Like it was just like 24 like of a, them just on a flat like pallet. All these? Is this an all these? I probably yeah. Nice, nice. So my dad, my dad's, and and he called it depression food. But we would uh, we would make uh, peanut butter, lettuce, and mayonnaise sandwiches on, on Wonder Bread. What is wrong with you? Oh, don't knock it until you Why? try it. I still eat them. What kind of lettuce? Like iceberg? Iceberg, yeah. Iceberg lettuce, mayonnaise, yeah. and and yeah, peanut get yourself butter some romaine. Some romaine. Here's some Wildwood Cola. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, it kind of looks like RC Cola, which is funny. Because RC is also, like, not just about generic. I love RC Cola. (laughs) I do. I like, I actually, I like RC Cola a lot myself, but. I'm going to find I don't know that I've heard of Wildwood. Yeah. Seen Wildwood uh, soda before. That's kind of funny. Okay, wait. But back to this Mm -hmm. disgusting thing you would eat. It, so mayonnaise, peanut butter, peanut butter, lettuce, and mayonnaise sandwiches. What would even like? Why would that even? Why would the? Is those the only three things in the house? Try like, it, man. It works. No, it works. No. It works. No, it works. That's wrong in so many ways. What it works? Why would you put mayonnaise on a peanut butter sandwich? Like With lettuce. lettuce. You're a weirdo. It works. You have Look it never up. recommend anything to me again. No, your I, taste I, is obviously. I've said it was weird, like '80s growing up. You know, 
white depression food. I'm trying to think of anything I ate like that, you know. Uh, oh, we would always do. No, that's not that weird. I don't know. Like, man, no. <laughs> Nothing that weird. That's just bizarre. Try it, man. Try it. Try it. That's never going to happen. I found I found a can of Mountain Dew. I agree. I agree with Sean Bruce. I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out how to share my screen so I can. It looks like more of a um, sun drop ripoff if you look at the can. What's it called? Mountain Holler. Mountain Holler. I'll find it here. That's is this a trucker soda? Yeah, I'm about. I, oh, I figured it out. I figured it out. Did yeah. you get it? Yeah, I just have to find. Oh, my... Mountain Holler. Holler. Oh, it's like a Sprite Mountain Dew ripoff. I got gotcha. you. Here I go. You see that? Yeah. I'll add it. There we Radical go. Radical Citrus Blast. Mountain Holler. Radical Citrus Thirst Blaster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this guy. Wait, where's. Oh, wait. I, I want to share. I'm going to share my screen real quick. This is what Tiger King drinks. Look at this guy. Mountain Holler. I don't know who this guy is, but he looks like a mountain holler drinker. Ah, uh, yeah, drinking. I mean, that leader. guy yeah, absolutely is... throw back a liter of mountain holler. <laughs> wow, I have never seen that. That's Doctor Pop. How about some Doctor Pop? <laughs> oh wait, I saw. Uh, okay, I gotta show you. Wow, <laughs> these are some great generic soda. Oh yeah, that was the one. <laughs> Doctor Bob. Bob. And Mount, Hilb- Mount, oh, wait, Dr. Hillbilly 38. Was, Hillbilly, right. was it called Hillbilly Holler before it was Mountain Holler, but then they figured it was non-PC. It was no longer Hillbilly politically Holler. correct to call it Hillbilly Holler. Dr. 38. That's a good Dr. one. Dr. <laughs> 38. Oh, wow, guys. This has now turned into a generic soda podcast. Yeah, we, we've gone down a rabbit hole. <laughs> All right. Nice cold glass of Dr. Bob. Dude, I want I want that mountain holler hat so bad. Like <laughs> yes. Knockoff soda drink. Yes. <laughs> I'd go for a Dr. Bob hat. Dr. Bob. People would think you're a doctor with that. Are you Dr. Bob? Is you that Dr. Your Bob? They already think he's a doctor. This is true. All right, Star Trek. Star Trek. All right, <laughs> let's go. Let's go back. Uh, okay. All right. So, what, are we jumping into uh, Discovery season one? You and you and you and Jack have started watching season one of Discovery. Yeah, I uh, I put it on, and and he uh-huh. just happened to be there sitting with me, and I, I turned it on, and to my shock and surprise, he was very into it. Like he really enjoyed it, and because it's uh, dope, man. And and well, I mean, I had actually watched. I think I had watched the first episode when it first aired, mm-hmm. and then I I never went back to it, um, for whatever reason I don't know I just I I I wasn't in the mood for more Star Trek or something I I don't know but mm-hmm. so you you kept talking about it talking about it talking about wanting me to to watch it so I'm like all right I'll, I'll give it another shot why not I need something to watch um, I've run out I've watched everything that's on TV so I, I need something. <laughs> There is nothing, nothing left to watch. You found the end of the internet. I've watched Pretty, all of it. Um, at this point, it's going to be like I'm, I'm, I'm going to be watching like snuff films and you know, like 
know, I, I, I'm running out of things to watch. But but anyway, so I, we started watching Discovery, and he really enjoyed it. And we watched about three or four episodes. And I have to say, I was really digging it for like two episodes, and then all of a sudden the the whole thing with the the tardigrave and the and the spore thing kind of came oh, into or drive, play. Or drive, yeah. And it almost lost me. It, mm -hmm. That almost, I almost kind of checked out at that point because it felt very like hokey Star Trek. You yes. know what I mean? Like it, it felt, it, it felt like 1960s Star Trek, and and that's always been my least favorite Star Trek is the original you know, Star mm. Trek show. Not that I don't like it or, or like have fun with it, but uh, it's, it's probably my least favorite Star Trek to watch because it's, you know, it's hokey. It's, you know, but anyway, so he, he really enjoyed it. So we kept watching it and um, he was really getting into like the, the intricacies of it and how complex it is. And, and what we didn't realize, neither one of us understood, because I, I was paying attention, but I wasn't like really like mm -hmm. that, you know, uh, thinking about it that much. But but then I I'm, I was like, wait a minute, um, I didn't realize that it was actually set before the original show. Yes. And then once that that came to me, I was like, wait a minute, why is why is Spock's dad so young? He was didn't he die? Isn't he like way mm -hmm. older? Like why is this? And then, it, then I, then I. But it's also in the J.J. Abrams. That and that's what yes, and that's what occurred yeah. to me. Then was like, oh, it's it's ten years before the two movies that J.J. That Abrams. Sal jealous. Hi. <laughs> and Tom. What's I don't. Up, I don't I want to touch Chris. <laughs> you have not made Tom jealous at all. <laughs> Do I need more tongue? Is that what it is? No, no. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Family show. Yeah. As long as Sal's jealous, that's all that I care. Uh, jealous uh, of, yes, me. of, of me. Chris. Of me. What, yes. is, what does your lettering mean? It's uh, TOS or TNG. I don't know what that means. The original series or the next generation. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're nerds, Mark. I'll take some certified badass for 200. Yeah. Yeah. So I've never seen it. a single episode of Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Third badass town. Yeah. Badass. Yes, you are. I shot twenty five last night on my archery shoot. Marta is Marta is grousing that that she um, shot a twenty five in her archery league last night. So that's what I don't know. Okay, it's, well, it's, it's five five. Five is that like buys basically? Is that like a ten-year-old and a fifteen-year-old? Uh, that's a twenty-five. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, there's five targets. She the five spot target. She 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 hit the bullseye on five targets last night. Oh, very around. nice. So, <laughs> how yeah. far away are these targets? Twenty yards. Twenty yards. Twenty yards. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So so, so she said, Tom. She is a. Certified badass as well. It's true. All right, I so, recognize one when I see it. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I want to. I want when COVID's over. I want to put money on that. I'm a better a better archer than she is, and I haven't wow. picked up a bow in five years. Okay, 
I will bet her. That, I may take that bet because she's, <laughs> she's getting pretty good. All right. Anyway, yes. Back to before. So, we what, yeah, so once you figured out that not only was it before uh, the the original show, but it was also in the the J.J. Abrams kind of reboot universe before yes. the original show. You're like, oh. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, this is interesting, and, and, yeah. and, and that makes sense to me. But but the thing that really was interesting was that my son, Jackson, was like, well, now I got to watch the original show. He's like, now I got to watch everything. Because it was oh. sort of like the fact that, that, you know, that Michael was raised by Spock's dad, Sarek, right? Uh, forgive my memory loss, but uh, and he was in the show, and that those whole connections, and that they're like, there, I think he really enjoyed the fact that there was like this whole like big universe yeah. behind it all, you know, this whole no pun intended. And so he's like, Well, now we got to watch everything. And I'm like, Well, you realize there's like three seasons of the original show was in the 60s, and it's really bad. And then there was like <laughs> five other shows, there's like seven movies. Yeah. There's a lot to watch. She's like, that's okay. I'm I'm in. I'm like, okay. So wow. we we so actually, chronologically is he? I mean, is he all in? Is he starting with the original show and probably, then going to we'll TNG? We probably will watch it chronologically, but we did actually go and start watching. Last night we started to watch the original series. Okay, and I warned him, you know, ahead of time, like, okay, just. It's Be old. forewarned. These are remastered, so they added some digital effects to them. They're, they're, but this was in the 60s. This is cheesy, but you can still have fun with it, even though it's cheesy and corny. And it's still written well. Like They're still well-written shows in the, in the idea of like they're trying to say something. And that's what he, I think he really kind of liked about it. It was like he liked the sci-fi, the, the actual hard sci-fi of like, oh, these are, these are like you know, cerebral. Yeah. Um, but so we start watching it and we start watching the first aired episode because, you know, they, they have like, you can watch like the pilot, the original pilot. Which I'm going to spoilers before you get into season two of discovery, watch the pilot and those episodes. Really important. The, the, what episode, the whole three seasons of the original series I have to watch? No, before. no, no, no. Watch all of the Christopher Pike episodes. Well, that's only one. Listen. You Is need... it one or two? No, it's... I think it's the pilot and then an episode in the original series. I may be wrong, though. My advice is to give up. There's too much to catch up on. There's too much. <laughs> Just give up now. Just stop. Oh, but, but watch the Chris Pike stuff before before oh, you I've get seen into it, but, but, has, has jackson well we watched about half of it and then turn it because it's so terrible we, I mean, it's so bad yeah but watch it it's why yeah. you all will be revealed you oh, watch it and you're like oh I, I get why they changed it <laughs> yeah well, i get why they didn't want to buy this show it was awful <laughs> But the so, funny yeah. thing is, is that the actor, the guy who played Pike, is is you know he's a very typical 1960s TV leading yeah. man, and it's interesting because that whole cast is replaced, <laughs> other than Spock, yeah, by the, by the you know, and, and mm -hmm. when Shatner comes in, it's like say what you will about Shatner, but for a 1960s TV actor, he was fucking cool. 
He owned and it. like loose and like he was just like relatable and funny and charming and like he didn't have that sort of stoic leading yeah. man thing. I mean, he had he he was definitely a leader, you know, like he was he was handsome and and had all those sort of qualities of a captain, but he also was like he was just had a looseness about him that yeah. a lot I think a lot of actors man. yeah. So, well, that's the funny thing too. Like the entire time we're watching all of this, I'm explaining things to Jack. Like I'm explaining, like, listen, here's the thing. Like these are what red shirts are. All these guys are gonna die. <laughs> you know, this is. It's like he's gonna try and have sex with the alien. And that's that was my second. Like he's gonna have yeah, sex every. With every... She's good looking. Yes. Yes. And uh, question: How does that work? Just go with it. Fine. Yeah. But he bought into it. He he was totally into it. And and but here, so the the thing that finally like cemented it is uh, watching. Whenever you watch anything on CBS, the All Access, especially if you're watching a Star Trek show, they're constantly showing you the ad for the Star Trek um, uh, Below Decks, the new cartoon. Lower decks. Lower decks. Sorry. Below deck. And, different thing. Yeah, so lower deck, uh, they they keep showing you the ad, and in the in the ad, there's a little section where there's a mention of a the guys like in the cafeteria, and the girls like, you know, you're in love with a salt monster, right? And he's like, what? You're crazy! And they show this creature, and that's the creature from the from the first episode <laughs> of the aired you know series. Yeah. And Jack realized that at the end of the episode when they show the creature. He's like, that's the creature from the cartoon. And that was like, that was it. Then, then yeah. he was, you know, like, so it's, it's interesting. Like all the, <laughs> he's been trapped now. He's, yes, he's, he's, he's trapped of, in continuity now. Yeah. He'll never get out. Right. Yeah. How do you, how do you like lower decks? I haven't watched it yet. We haven't even started it. So I don't, I don't. I, really fun. Really fun. Yeah, I'm sure I'll, I'm but sure. it is, it is, it is for Trek nerds big time. Well, and that's why we haven't started it. Eggs. Yeah. I kind of want him to get a little deeper into it before uh, um, seeing it, just because I think he'll appreciate it more if he catches the Easter eggs and stuff. So we're yeah. going to watch, I think we're going to watch like Discovery and then the original series sort of in tandem. Uh, okay. Yeah. And then, and then we'll go to the. Watch the, Ab the, the Abrams movie. That was yeah. like the first one. Well, I like them both, so I, I yeah, mean, yeah. There's uh, three of them. Is there? Yeah. Oh, I thought there was only two. No, there are three. Oh, yeah, yeah there are three. Yeah, sure. You're right. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna. I'm sure we'll watch it all eventually. I was. I, I mean, and at I, the end, you'll realize that DS9 was the best series of them all. Well, I don't know if I'll watch that, but <laughs> DS9 was awesome. There's a lot. There's a lot of Star Trek. It's absolutely not true because oh, next generation is obviously the best. I I really really like DS9. So DS9 nobody, even, nobody even knows who the captain of DS9 was. That's Cisco. That was, it was Hawk, baby. Douche. It was Hawk. He's no Picard. Like, don't even try. Don't even try. Have you seen Picard? Picard was so good. No, I haven't watched it yet. I watched started watching it, but I, I, I it's not as good as Discovery. It's 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 good. It's not. Well, as he's good like as ninety years old. But I was gonna say, yeah. the next generation of Picard is so good that he became 
like a a gigantic actor out of it. Yeah. The dude from DS9 like is doing car commercials now. So there's no comparison. It's still Cisco, man. I don't care. He's nobody. Scott Bakula is the great Oh God. <laughs> the best star. What was that one? I don't even remember what it was. Oh, was and it was it Enterprise? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah, I didn't get into much. Um did was there a series before Discovery that took on kind of the modern like single season story arc? I know that like Voyager had, yeah, I mean, you, not that you had to watch it in order, but I mean, there were certainly things that happened that that you needed to have some backstory with. Where like Discovery is, if you miss an episode you probably need to go back and watch it because the story definitely build, builds over a single season arc. Oh, right. I don't know because, I mean, you got to remember it's, what, nine episodes a season as opposed to... Yeah, nine or ten. They, they yeah. were still doing probably 22 for yeah. Voyager yeah. or whatever. And that's what I that's what I, I told myself. I said, it's only three seasons of the original series, but there's 22, 24, and 30 episodes in those, ser- in those seasons. So... It's, and they ain't all great. No, <laughs> no they are not. No. Uh, you gotta, we no. gotta get twenty no, uh-uh. of these up there. But um, having having watched the mud episodes because mud comes back in the uh, in the discovery. The mud episodes of what? Of uh, the original series, because Harry Mud is a character in Discovery. It's Rain Wilson, right? Is it? What? I don't yeah. know. I have no answer for you. Well, I just watched them in like episode two of Discovery or three. Playing a yes, character yes. named Yes, yes, yes. He plays Mud. He's Dwight Mud, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's fantastic as Mud. I don't remember Mud from the original series, so that's gonna don't be take uh the, the trouble with Tribbles. Don't take Chris's advice, just watch them in whatever order. Listen, you I don't know, remember the, tri- the, the trouble with tribbles? Or I remember women? what a tribble is, but dude, it's been 20 years since I've watched oh, yeah. these. Mud, Mud was in... And I never really liked them that much to begin with. Which tribble was your favorite? <laughs> was I like the trouble with tribbles. <laughs> it's true. I remember those things running around the ship, and yeah. you know, I don't remember Harry Mud from it. So, um, it, Was it Mud's Women? Was that the Was that the name of the episode? I have no idea. I don't know. We've lost every viewer. And <laughs> yeah, mud, mud season one, episode six. Yeah, we'll get there eventually. Yeah. So I mean, the, but, that's, but before you, know, you watch that, you need to... <laughs> but no, that's the I cool need to read a Gene Roddenberry <laughs> biography. But that's the cool thing about Discovery is that you actually don't have to watch those. But if you have a knowledge and appreciation of the whole canon, there are there, there's a lot of things that are that are interesting and because and it's monster. made by nerds. Yeah. Nerds. Nerds. This is some real nerd shit. Real yeah. nerdy shit. So, so where where are, are you? Just like mid like first season. Uh, yeah, like I don't know, episode five or something. I don't know. Okay, I don't. I don't. There's big twists in the season five. You know, I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, the last, I think, the last episode we watched was when the 
the the science dude injected himself with this stuff so he could navigate the spores so they could what so they oh could and then what's her, her name her what's go? her name got the admiral got kidnapped by the uh that was the last episode the admiral got kidnapped by the klingons oh yeah 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 and and captain luca Loke, 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 Loki, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, Luca doesn't may not go rescue her because she's going to ruin his career <laughs> if she. Oh, oh, you got the you you've got some fun fun stuff coming up. It's a great season. It's I great like season. how they 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 haven't quite let you know if he's a you know how good of a guy he is or not, which is kind of fun. Enjoy, but I don't. Here's the other thing. I don't know that I really like what's her name, Michael. Michael Burnham? Yeah, I don't know that I really like her very much. My, so my biggest complaint with the show, because I am negative. Um, arrogant as well. And arrogant. Um, I do think that sometimes they will overplay the emotional ham-fisted scene where, I mean, they they really ramp up the emotions on some scenes. And it's like, yeah, we get it. Okay, it's it's a it's a... It's an important emotional moment in the show. And I think they draw it out a little bit too much sometimes, but that's a very small critique on what otherwise is a pretty brilliant show. Yeah, I just, I, I just, I mean, I don't know. I, not that I dislike her, I just don't find her very, uh, I don't relate very well to her. There's a, and that's the thing. It's like, I mean, she was raised by Vulcans, so she's emotionally distant. Yeah, uh, yeah but it's not that, like I, but I think it's, I just don't think, she's really good. I don't know if she's a good enough actress to pull it off. Cause like, I love Leonard Nimoy as Spock, and he was emotionally yeah. distant. And it was sort of that battle with his half side and, and, and that mm -hmm. kind of thing. She's not even a Vulcan, and she plays everything deadpanned. Yeah. And, cold and it's like eh, i don't you know what i mean i just don't i think there's a lot of character development but i also think that there's a lot of forced scenes where they're trying to really push the emotional sides of things to be like look she's actually a human you know yeah. and not a vulcan so um, it's just a weird thing of like mostly in star trek it's always been the characters that i'm attracted to like there's character you know it's like whether mm -hmm. it's kirk and spock i mean the in the original series it's kirk and spock and, and bones, and bones, and Scotty, yeah. but it's their friendship. I'm just speaking personally. It's it. What 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 I like about the original series is the friendship between Spock and Bones and Kirk, and yeah. and that's why I like the movies so much mm -hmm. because they really play on that friendship. They've been they've been on you know they've been on this adventure together for a long long time, and even though you know Kirk is their commanding officer or whatever problems they may have, it always came back to sort of this bond that those three had and the other characters also yeah. to a certain degree but the band, brothers. Always, yeah. band of brothers and and in next generation it was the same sort of thing like like picard was such a great leader and you know the relationships of the the, the likability of data and the and the the you know the the characters that you root for in this series, it's like eh, I don't really like any of these characters very much. Like, there's not, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't really like even like the 
the I can't think of the dude's name. Saru. The which one's that? Um. Um. Uh. Oh God, the guy that played uh, Abe Sapien. Um. Oh, the alien dude. Yeah. The the, the first officer. Actually, yeah. I like him more than I like any of them. Saru the is one. Saru's great, and Tilly Tilly is is Who's ultimately Tilly? like Tilly's the curly redheaded ensign. No, she's annoying. I can't stand her. Oh, you're gonna hate her more and more. Then she she would yeah. I, to me. She's just like a a, yeah. a nerd like placation. Like she's just like we need a a, a chubby nerd to be on the show so nerds will like it. Yeah, but they, they 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 do ample amounts of making fun of her for that as it, as it goes along. So it's yeah, a it was it Stanit the uh, uh, engineer that yeah they they have an interesting relationship. You've yeah. got a lot of good TV. We're gonna fill this whole show with nerds and losers, <laughs> so our audience can so identify. Our, right, so our nerdy audience mm -hmm. can identify with ship them. full of virgins. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so far i I've, i'm 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 more engaged with the klingons than i am with the humans or any other no. the whole well, actually, thing is very cool uh, the warp yeah. speed works on virginity <laughs> anyone on the ship has sex they can no longer travel faster than life <laughs> i do like Saru. he actually he seems to be one of the doug I, jones I kind of like him the most. Yeah. Doug Jones. He is very skinny. He, he is. is very, tall very and lanky. Yes. And, skinny. and his face looks like it's made out of silly putty. But other than that, I like him. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Saru's a, a, he's a it's neat character. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you guys are digging it, though. And I'm excited for Jack. He's got a lot of really he's awesome, a lot really of terrible stuff. things to watch. Yes. Yes, he does. The poor bastard. He'll never oh, just this. just warn him about Will Wheaton. See, I I don't I never understood the hatred of Will Wheaton personally. I never got that. Like I didn't like. He was supposed to be a kid. That's like people hated him because he was a kid on a starship. Yeah, he's supposed to be a kid. Like, what the <laughs> fuck do you want him to be? Like, I I never understood. Why people despise that kid so much? All right. So, who is your most hated Star Trek regular character? Not this fucking, not this fucking guy. When you see him, um, <laughs> I, 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 I never liked Q in Star Trek: The Next Generation. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I felt like it was like oh. over the top and like a cheat. Like it's always just like nothing that's happening matters. What's yeah. her name? The blonde, the blonde half cyborg chick. Seven uh, of nine. Yeah, she sucked. Everyone really? thought she was like amazing. Everybody loved her, and I was just like, whatever. She. She's oh, got don't big, watch Picard then. She's got big boobs, but other than that, like she's this character is useless and just I don't know. She was a she was so annoying because. Actually, no. You know what? Who I hated the most? What was the other the other blonde? Oh, <laughs> he just hates blondes. Tasha Man. Yar. Yes, I think. Who is she from? Uh, Next Generation, like first three seasons. Yes, I and then they killed. Her so her. Well, they killed her, and then Good. they brought her back as like right. the daughter of Tasha and a Romulan. 
which was, I hated her face. I just I didn't. Yeah, that she was probably well. You asked who was the most yeah. hated. Yeah. yeah, there's a really good documentary out there about uh, the first like the first couple seasons of Next Generation and just what a fucking mess it was. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who was that snidely doctor dude with the dark hair, but he was like a hologram doctor? I think he was on what show was, was Voyager. Voyager. Yeah, he was a dipshit. Didn't <laughs> like him. Every time Q showed up on the next generation, I was like, oh God. Like, this fucking guy. <laughs> second guy. Like, but, but a couple of the best episodes were Q episodes. Yeah, I was just like uh, this dude's on screen, like chewing the scenery, and then like yeah, and it all disappeared. <laughs> the series, the serious finale was fantastic. I do not. That, like they stuck the landing. They stuck the I, landing. I do not like you. I understand. No, I can see that for sure. He was annoying because he he was such a over the top mm-hmm. actor. I uh, I uh, I saw him on an episode of uh, Murder She Wrote. Couple weeks ago, I never like we watch in the morning. Never like Scotty. Never, I never like Scotty. Never like Scotty. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm, who here's my Scotty? list. Of, here's my list of all the Star Trek characters I hate. <laughs> Spock. <Most of> them. <laughs> this guy again. I will. I will say once someone pointed out to me how uh, number one from Next Generation, whatever the fuck is, I can't think. Riker. Of yeah, how Riker would sit down and care. <laughs> like once somebody pointed that out, like I saw that video of that, I'm like, "What a fucking weirdo who yeah. sits in a chair like that!" Like, how did I not notice this bizarre behavior? That's funny because you look at that guy's career, the amount of stuff that he has directed, and I mean, like you know, behind the camera, the stuff, the amount of stuff that he has been involved with is just insane. Well, it's, you know, I, I, I'll i say that I enjoyed um, the J.J. Abrams Star Trek. Probably the reboot? And I enjoyed the J.J. Abrams Star Wars. Mm. I like well, the I mean, Star Trek more than the Star Wars. From a purely... Entertaining? Yeah, and also just like, oh, I'm into this. Like, I could see. I really liked the first one and the third one, and the second one was good until they decided just to make it Wrath of Khan, and then, <laughs> and then it was like, uh, I don't know, why you even do this? Like, do something else. <laughs> like you did. It didn't need to, the movie up until that reveal yeah. was like a totally different story that was still really good. And then it was like, oh, okay, I guess, I guess right. it's like. Wrath of Khan. Okay, I guess we'll finish this out. But you know, the the thing I liked about what he did with uh, Star Trek was that, like, he kind of made it, um, you know, like he brought the idea that like the people on these ships are probably super young, right? That's the problem with Star Trek is you keep making these movies and these dudes get fucking old, and you're like, it's yeah. just a bunch of old dudes in space, like, and it's like. It's like watching politics. Yeah, and, and it's like, keep oh fucking God, older. Dudes, they're so old. They're all captains. Why are they Why all- is everyone in their 70s? <laughs> Whereas he sort of, you know, found a way to make it like these guys don't know what they're doing and they're like being put into this situation where they might not, you know, like 
have everything figured out have everything figured out and like uh it's dangerous and like people you know like you might end up being the captain because someone dies or something gets you know like there's just more of like uh i think he brought like a really cool sensibility to star trek far more than like just like the tone was like oh this like it kind of got it it was new, but it kind of got back to what I think probably worked yeah. for Star Trek. You know, it was it was, like, a, it was a neat way to be able to reset the universe, but also at the same time not erase everything that that you loved leading up to it. Yeah, and it was it was you just, know it, it just pulled the dual universe thing, which it was, was kind of cool. like. If Star Trek needed someone to like be like, hey, let's just make this all move faster, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like let's pick up the pace. Well, <laughs> well I, you know, it's funny because I was trying to explain to Jack before, you know, I'm like, well, you got to understand, this ran from like 1966 to 1969, and then was canceled, <laughs> and then it came back in reruns, and it got really popular, and they made a movie in 1978 because of Star Wars was really popular. But by that time, these dudes were already like middle aged, yeah. and they're like fighting Klingons in their fifties, and it was a little weird. Yeah. But you know, it, it's interesting too. But you know, like I think, it, you know, it could work because like the Abrams stuff is it, it feels much more like this is the military. This yeah. is you know you're in a wartime mm-hmm. uh, federation as opposed to like the original series was kind of a a science a science vessel it was a science vessel they weren't they weren't a military vessel they were out exploring you know the galaxy that kind of thing so it's it you have but i know what you mean like i i love that he did the thing where and i know there's there was controversy but like the idea of like the split alternate realities of star trek where it's like the original canon is the original show and it still is and this doesn't change that but these are just those new characters that we can go on with. And that, you know, now it's like you have Discovery, which is like it's that universe, you know, that you don't have to worry about how it, you know, relates to this show that was filmed in the 60s, you know. Uh, so I kind of dig that. But yeah, I, I'm, I liked his movies too. I liked, I liked yeah. all three of them. I really liked the first one. I, I, and like you, I liked the third one and I kind of forgot about the second one. Because it was just such a, a, you know... Such a weird movie. I mean, I don't think he directed the third one. But, I mean, obviously he produced the third one. But the second one's so weird because... I always thought, like, the con reveal was sort of unnecessary. Right. It wasn't... It felt, like, tacked on. What was the... Yeah, why did that even need to be... It didn't resolve anything. It didn't, like... It's like, huh. Okay, I guess... Yes, this is that. Like, mm-hmm. I okay, know. we're doing Wrath of Khan. I guess we're doing Wrath of Khan. But yeah, I mean, just and better like, Cumberbatch was so good. Yeah, he was great. You really didn't need him to to. It, it almost like took it down because, you know, let's be honest. Uh, what's his name who played Khan? Ricardo <laughs> Not a great actor. <laughs> you know, I mean, compared to. Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch, who is, I would say, a great actor. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I don't know. Have like, you watched Fantasy Island? I mean, like, yeah, I did so. absolutely watch Fantasy Island. Watch Fantasy Island. You know, like the, the funny thing, you know, with that the original Star Trek: The Motion Picture, which is like the fucking slowest movie 
Like the how any it's terrible. It's terrible. It is a terrible movie. Human, like I know I have modern eyes, so I want things to move quickly. But that movie, there's it's like awful. a twenty minute like light flyby. Yeah, where it's just like what the hell is going on for so long, and they spent so much money that they got way less money to make Wrath of Khan, and Wrath of Khan was like a thousand times better yeah. because. They couldn't have a three-minute flyby of the ship. Yeah, they had to cut like, the special effects and actually have like story. I was like, "What are what is happening? Why?" I but I'll tell you what. I watched that as a kid. It was similar to my experience of watching. As we go back to all the times I watched movies when I was a kid, and was like, "What is this?" Well, uh, I will say, I will say this as someone like like I said, I obviously didn't watch the original series when it came out. I didn't even watch it in rerun. It's my first like you know, uh, uh, connection to Star Trek was the first movie. Oh, really? And that's really, I mean, I was seven years old in 1978 or nine, 77 or eight years old when it came out. So I remember seeing that movie and I remember, and that was my first real, I had probably seen the show on TV, mm. but I didn't really have a strong connection to it. But I, but the movies is what really, and there is a part of me still that anytime I see that fucking ship, or I hear that music, I get chills. Mm-hmm. I legitimately still get goosebumps every time I see, you know, the fucking call, you know, the call letters, the NCC, whatever the hell, 1707. And I see that fucking ship in slow motion pan by in any goddamn universe, in any it, movie is, that they do. The intro to Discovery, so good because they call back to that. Yeah. And there's that moment that you're like, Dude, the, that yeah. sound, that music, that da da da, I get fu- right now just it's so humming good. it it's so good. out of tune. I get yeah. chills. And then we followed up in the motion picture with a fifteen-minute shuttle docking sequence. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's slowly like oh, I love it. I love it. I, I can't get enough of it, Tom. I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> what is happening? This movie's so long. How long is this movie? Well, then, they didn't know what they, they didn't know what was going on. Well, then you like, have, listen. We got a bunch of middle-aged actors from yeah. television. These guys haven't been in a movie ever. <laughs> so there's going to be no running really, or jumping. <laughs> yeah, it's, we really got to stretch things out here. How about a 15 minute docking scene? Yes. Oh my god. They're let's fly, fly by the <laughs> let's fly by twice <laughs> to see the yep. ship. Ship's uh, here. And then, I mean, it's, I mean, you have to be old farts like us to really understand the, the sea change that next generation caused. I mean, this is what year does, does next generation come out? That's what 80, 88, 89, I think, you know, I thought it was later. I thought it was the nineties, but well, well, definitely into the nineties, but you know what? Very, very, very late eighties, uh, or, or nineties. Um, I mean, what a big deal. I mean, and and this came out at a time when, I mean, like cable wasn't even that much of a thing. I mean, it was on the, what, UPN? Yeah. If I you mean, remember what that was. I do. So, it was, uh, <laughs> you know who does it? Uh, it was um, Dave Chappelle in, in one of the Chappelle show episodes. Like he, mm-hmm. he does a, he does something and he's like, you know, this is really controversial and they, they were saying I, maybe I shouldn't air it, but he's like, that wasn't even the most controversial thing I did this episode. And then he does like a mock 
uh, cartoon frog from from the WG. It's like, where's your mammy now? Like that's the most racist frog I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the love the early nineties. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was that was a huge deal. I mean, at that time, there wasn't that much going on sci-fi wise on any September, sort of network. September twenty eighth, nineteen eighty seven. Eighty seven. Okay, so yeah, a little bit earlier than I thought. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was kind of, that was kind of the only thing going for like mainstream sci-fi, you know, as far I as I, you know, I remember. I mean, I was watching I Dune, but that's <laughs> mm-hmm. hard. That's hard sci-fi. That's hard sci-fi. Hard. The, the hardest of sci-fi is hard to understand, hard to enjoy. <laughs> hard to enjoy. <laughs> That's what they mean when they say hard sci-fi. It means also, also with Patrick, also with Patrick Stewart. <laughs> True, the link between all of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, um, I watched Star Trek: The Next Generation when I was a kid, just like religiously. It's great. I started watching it with my aunt. Surprising, like my my aunt lived with us for a little while. Uh, at what when I was around that age, like 87, 80, probably between nineteen eighty six. In like 1987, she lived with us for a while and she was a night owl. And so like I would come home and we would watch the next generation, like the rerun, because they were like replayed it mm. at night, like late at night. Like they showed the original episode, but then they would replay it at night or something. I remember. And I would start watch I would watch it with her. And she was way in, she was a, like an original series Trekkie. Mm-hmm. And then she got me into Next Generation, and yeah, I watched it religiously too. I um, though I will say, you know, nowadays you'll find it like uh, marathons of it on TV. Gotta say, not built for binge watching. <laughs> no, more than two, and then you're like, oh, okay, like, oh god, and and then there was a. With another, to fuck, these guys, the aliens down there are so fucked up. And there was a point, especially with the movies. I mean, the TV shows, you can take them, leave them. There were some great moments. With the movies, I always just walked away feeling great if it didn't suck. Because there were some terrible <laughs> movies. I mean, just terrible movies. If it would, if it wasn't terrible, I was like, okay, we're good, we're good. It's you almost get a feeling of surviving the movies sometimes. Like they pumped out a lot of them. Yeah, a lot of bad ones. A lot of just like, what is this? Cash <laughs> grab. Yeah. If, if we started naming them, we would forget like seven of them. Yeah, be like, there's a couple of next generation movies, and I'm always like, ah, oh yeah, I guess they made this movie. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Star Trek First Contact, what was that again? Huh, okay, I think that's the only one I've watched the whole way through. Yeah, yeah, of all the next generation ones, there's like other one, like, um, you could live, you could make anything up, you could be like Star Trek, you you know, Star Trek Launchpad or whatever, and I'd be like, yeah, okay, that's one. Then there was the one that they finally got the original series crew together with the next generation crew, just so they could make the clean split and move on. (laughs) It's over, okay? We're not going to go. 
Okay, He's Kirk's a- dead. Thank God. <laughs> it's over now. Yeah. Have you guys ever read any Star Trek comics? There's some good ones. I used to read the not good ones. I used to read the books as opposed to the comics. Like oh the, yeah, those were good. I got into those. Yeah, there's actually some really decent artists that work on some Star Trek properties. Um, I w- I started reading uh, Five Year Mission. Is that the one that's running now? Um, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't read any. I haven't. Uh, you. I've talked about this before. I gen- generally do not read stuff based on comic books based on other properties. I, okay. I usually am very disappointed by them, but I've I've started to change that a little bit. But if 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 anyone out there has like really good after listening to what I do and do not like about Star Trek, if you have any good Star Trek comics you would recommend, please feel free to email me at info comics.com. I think it's gonna be a short list. <laughs> a Wesley Crusher mini? Is there a Wesley Crusher? I need a war. I would read a Wharf mini. There's been. Uh, I'm sure there's got to be a Wharf mini. Come on, the Deanna Deanna Troy limited series. Let me look. It De- up. Yeah, I'm looking this up. Guys. There were a bunch of Star Trek Next Generation games. I'll tell you that much. Oh, really? Oh yeah, there's a shit ton of games that they made. NES games, Game Boy games, Gen Genesis games, PS4 games, PC and Mac games. Nice. They're making that money. Oh, speaking of games, what's uh let's switch up gears. Um, I really want to know what you think of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, I'm digging it. Um, yeah, is it good? Did, it's did, fun. did you it's like fun. Od- did you like Odyssey or Origins? I, I did like Odyssey. Um uh Origins. I I I don't remember, but I don't think I liked Origins that much. What was the one in Egypt that was kind of the reboot? I I liked I liked them both, but I Odyssey, liked Odyssey. Odyssey I got I, I got well. Let me let me be fair. I gener usually I get bored with games after a while, especially if they become kind of repetitive. And and the Assassin's Creed games for the most part get a bit repetitive for me. Wait, quickly. you don't like putting eighty hours into a game? Yeah, I mean, I don't mind putting hours in the game if the story and it keeps me entertained. But je- mostly, time I like. There's very few games that I've ever finished, just because I'm like, ah, I don't really want to go find this one little stupid thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? You like Red Dead Redemption, right? Yeah, I've never Red finished. Dead, Red- you didn't finish Red Dead Two? No, I'm still playing it. I haven't finished oh, it though. So I good. get tired of like crafting fucking leather. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, I just I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to do that shit. I, I, it's so boring and stupid. Like, just yeah, you gotta me... finish Red Dead too. It's it's really no, good. I don't have to. You don't have to. You should finish Red Dead too. Well, we'll see. I doubt that'll happen. Um, but this I've really Valhalla I've really enjoyed so far. Although it's funny because I feel like there's been two like soft intros to it. Like I played for you play, like you play the game for maybe an hour and then you get a title screen. (laughs) (laughs) It's like modern modern video games right there. (laughs) It's like, I, you know, it's like this, everything you just did really meant nothing. 
And then you play for another, I don't know how many hours. And they do a second title screen? Not a second title screen, but then the whole game changes. Okay. But not then, in a bad then, way. Then the map opens up? The map opens up and, and, yeah. and you basically go from like Norway to England, mm-hmm. which is fine. And I've enjoyed that because in Norway, you can't swim for more than like 10 seconds or you'll freeze to death. And it's <laughs> constantly snowing. And I can't see a fucking thing because it's Welcome to Norway. Yeah, 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 it's Norway, baby. Yeah, but but so far I've really enjoyed the game. I've really had fun with it. But it's 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 interesting because it's much you're much more at least initially it's much more about being a Viking than it is being an assassin. Okay, and, and the assassin part of it is slowly coming along, but it's it's the storyline is much more about being a Viking, which is cool, which I really like. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so far I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm holding off. I probably will grab it, but I'm still disappointed that cyber twenty uh, cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed once again. Yeah. That game's never coming out. It's, ne- it is, it is the 2077 by the time it comes out. Yeah. It, I'm not yeah. the first person to make that joke. Yeah, I, I I feel like George R. R. Martin has written this game. Did you uh did you read the Cyberpunk 2077 comic book? No, but it's by Colin Bunn and happy 50th birthday to Colin Bunn, by the way. Um oh. uh I they had issue two and three at the comic shop. I couldn't find issue one, so I need I, to find I, I need to find the, the first issue. I think I might have it. Okay. I uh, I read the Good. first issue. Yeah, I liked it. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, that game looks amazing. The, I, I actually was looking at a copy of the art book for that game, and uh, it, it looks unbelievable. But yeah, the 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 comic's pretty fun. It's you know, it's just sort of like a tale from that universe. But I don't know how much it does or doesn't have to do with the game. I have no idea, but. Uh, it's basically the the concept that Cullen wrote is basically mm-hmm. it's about a um, it's basically the the idea is if paramedics were for hire for rich people so like in the future you, like you can't just call a paramedic you have to like hire them like a mercenary and That's, they come yeah, yeah. probably pretty they, accurate. Yeah, right. So yeah. it's like not oh, that far from that now. Yeah, we're not too far off. Um so yeah, that I thought that was really interesting. I, I don't know how much that plays into the game or not, but that that little nugget of futurism I thought was pretty cool. And if it's a if it's a Cullen Bun creation, that's awesome mm-hmm. that he kind of pulled that or, or I don't know. I you know what I mean? Like I don't know where the story if it's coming from the game makers, if it's Cullen from Cullen mm-hmm. or if it's you know, a combination of the two, which is my guess. A little bit of both. Yeah, but um, but that's sort of the story is about one of these, you know, for hire paramedics that um, basically has to fight their way into a place to get to their uh, client. Patient. Patient. Patient client. Yeah, and then the the, the client is, the patient is, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to give anything away, but the patient is is trouble let's just say so so nice. it you know yeah so is the first issue is really good cool. cool 
All right. Where are we at here, guys? Are we about done? Yeah. I think I, think so. I, I, don't, I don't think anybody could take any more Star Trek talk out of me. That was so. a lot of Star That's the most Star Trek talk you're ever going to get out yeah. of us. Yeah, uh, from, but you will get some uh, talk about our uh, our trade talks selection, which, Tom, uh, tell us a little bit about your trade talks pick, which we're going to be talking about next Tuesday, I believe. Prez, the new one, not the old one. <laughs> it's on it's a teenager. It's about a teenager who becomes president. It's less contentious than that. Wait, it's 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 not about a toddler who who becomes president. <laughs> uh, it's about a teen. It's about ah. Prez, the first teen president. I think uh, yeah, everyone will enjoy it. All right, cool. I'm looking forward to talking about that. Um, as Sal mentioned earlier, you can contact the show by emailing us at info at aroundcomics.com. You can also join us on uh, Twitter. Uh, you can check us out on the Facebooks. Uh, we live stream now every Tuesday because uh, we got sleepy on Sunday nights and Tuesdays work better. And I think we like it. So Tuesday nights, live streaming. If, uh, if you are listening to this, be aware that we do a video show that you are listening to the audio from. If you're watching this and you'd like to take us for your morning jog or a walk or a little drive around town, you can download the audio show from all of your favorite podcatchers. Uh, if you'd like to get some sweet, sweet swag, which we had someone on the uh, the Around Comics Aces uh, board post their, uh, their sweet uh, uh, hoodie, who was that 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 did that? Oh shoot! I, 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 I got it right here. Um, I absolutely want that that hooded sweatshirt. You didn't even tell me that was available, and it's you, and it's awesome. Did you go to aroundcomics.com/shop and look at what's available? No, but I will now. Do it. Do it. Do it. Um, because yeah, it's great. We'll give the the, the shout out on that uh, next week because I can't find it right now. But yeah, I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that sweet uh, that sweet hoodie. Um, so yeah, so swag and and where to listen to us and all that stuff. Reviews are great. Tell me how fucking negative and arrogant I am. I love it. Bring it on. Uh, yeah. yeah. Is there anything I, else I, we got? I contemplated telling you that or not because I knew you would never find it yourself, but I, um, I read it and yeah. I found it like months ago, to be honest. Like it, it was posted a couple of months ago, and I'm just like, ah, do I tell him about it or not? I'm not sure if I should. <laughs> it would have bothered no, I, me like eight years ago. <laughs> Chris is definitely not sleeping tonight because all yeah. he's going to be thinking about is who this person oh, was. Why would they? Pick how me dare, out of everyone. How I dare they say I'm arrogant? I'm not fucking arrogant. If you didn't like you on the other one, why do you listen to you now? I don't understand. Probably was upset with how I treated Vince. Um, but yeah, all right. Let's uh yeah, let's wrap this one up. All right. Well, that's uh, another episode of Around Comics. Thank you for everybody for listening. And uh in the meantime, in between time, we'll be everywhere in and around certified oh, <laughs>
Comics.